Our culture has no Gibraltar, only shifting sands. Now, how in the world are we going to bridge the ever-widening gap in terms of where this culture is and how to present the gospel? How can we reach the next generation now that our American base of Christian ethics has been abandoned? What can we say to a generation whose only certainty is uncertainty? Hi there, I'm Rex Bullock. This is Dayspring. Let's get together and worship and hear the Word of God. This is Dayspring, the program that teaches that the Word of God is the final authority. Hello, everybody. I'm Joe Alcorn, your program host. Today, Rex Bullock speaks to the subject of bridging the generation gap with the teachings of Scripture. Today's message, Learning to Work in the Rain. And along with our music and message, Rex always carves out a little bit of time so you can get to know him and the ministry of Dayspring. We'll be visiting with Rex in a couple of minutes. But first, the singers ask the question, Who is on the Lord's side? Who is on the Lord's side? Who will serve the King? Who will be His helpers other lives to bring?
Thank you very much, singers. And now the encourager of the brethren. Here is Rex. Oh, I love the worship. Thank you so much, Dayspring Singers, for such beautiful, beautiful worship today. And say, my friend, how in the world are you? Well, I'm glad that you've come along to be with us. And uh, I hope that already your spirits have been lifted and your heart has been touched. Say, I am absolutely encouraged that you and I, despite everything around us, have the opportunity to praise and worship God in in the freedom that we have and according to the dictates of our own conscience. A lot of places around the world where that can't be said. But uh, you and I, at this moment, and I thank God for it, have the opportunity just to take the time and to worship and praise Him. Today, we're going to do that. We have been doing it already, and we're going to continue. Today, I want to talk about a subject that I think is all important. We are seeing a clash of cultures. We're watching an ever-widening gap in terms of what uh, we believe, that is, with Christian values and ethics and uh, a strong Judeo-based ethic and where this society seems to be going. The teaching the uh, the inculcation of uh, new values and, uh, quite frankly, where the media would like for us to go. Now, how in the world can we bridge that gap to a generation that really more and more doesn't seem to know um, anything about true Christianity and, furthermore, how to communicate to them becomes ever increasingly difficult. We've got a challenge, and I readily accept that challenge. Uh, I, I don't know. There are some times that it, we could all get frustrated, but I really believe that you and I have the opportunity. We've got the chance, and uh, whatever the difficulties, we need to do it. So today I'm going to be talking to you about learning to work in the rain. We don't always have clear skies. We don't always have things like we would like them to be. But despite uh, the adversity, despite the rain out there, we can keep right on working. Okay, so be sure to be around for today's uh, uh, message. And I hope that uh, you will plug right in with us. Say, my friend, I would love to have you communicate with us just like we're communicating with you. And you can do that in a variety of ways but certainly going to our new website, www.dayspringradio.com. Log on, visit with us. Uh, We'd be just thrilled to have you. And uh, here is another important way, and, and I hope that you will use this medium, and that is email, rex at dayspringradio.com. That's all it takes. And uh, you're right there. And, and we can communicate together. Of course, uh, the normal channels that uh, we have been using across the years, our uh, post office box address, as well as our toll-free telephone number, Joe Alcorn's going to give all of this to you once again. I hope that you'll plan on being around with us and communicating this very week. Why not today? 
Thank you, Rex. While listening, friend, I want to make sure all the information is in your hands so you can begin to communicate with us here at Dayspring. Our mailing address is Post Office Box 56300, Portland, Oregon 97238. That's P.O. Box 56300, Portland, Oregon 97238. Or you can call us on the toll-free telephone number. It's 1-800-783-DAYS. 1-800-783-DAYS. And if you're wired for the Internet, simply click on our website at www.dayspringradio.com. That's www.dayspringradio.com. And you can also write Rex a personal note through email. It's rex at dayspringradio.com. Rex at dayspringradio.com. Say, during these summer months, would you take a little time to show Rex and the staff that you're standing by the ministry of Dayspring with your prayers and financial giving? Oh, my friend, it would be such a blessing to us if you would. And now before today's message, Learning to Work in the Rain, a group called Vision sings, In This Very Room. In this very room, there's quite enough love for one like me. In this very room, there's quite enough joy for one like me. And there's quite enough in this very 
was perfect. The program, the music, the flowers, the photographer were chosen seven months before the great day. The honeymoon was extravagant and it was paid for in advance. The big event was a big success. The wedding lasted an hour. The marriage lasted seven months. Now, in hindsight, it was revealed that there were fatal flaws, and everybody talked about how sad it was, and within a year, it was mostly forgotten, just another pothole in the fast lane of American culture. Now, lacking true wisdom, that young couple chose what they wanted, only to find out they didn't want what they had chosen. And the solution was obtained with the help of a lawyer and the stroke of a gavel, and the game was over, choose again. It used to be that uh, life came with fewer choices. People pursued one career, they lived in one town, they lived with one spouse, raising one family for one generation. The pace of change today, my friend, has expanded all the borders and undermined all the certainties. I mean, a man might live in six states. He might go through four careers, three marriages, uh, two generational shifts before he's 50. You see, the ground has shifted. Uh, the king of today's jungle isn't the lion. It's the chameleon. Success depends on mobility and changeability. The corporate world knows that resistance to change is a death wish in the age of instability. You know, the television generation. That's what we are. Uh, we have unlimited channel choices, and we still have nothing to watch. A boy grows up with interchangeable video friends. He flips through the channels, making decisions in milliseconds. His shortened attention span demands information packaged in a 15-second soundbite. I mean, why read a book when the video mediums supply imagination? Why grapple with reality when virtual reality is accelerated and escapable? His is a world high on choice and low on commitment. Now, my friend, you and I know that change keeps life busy, and it delays the onset of boredom. And so, today's modern speeds through adolescence, he careens through short-term relationships, he often reaches a crisis in his early forties when he suddenly realizes his life has no direction, it has no purpose. I mean, he's a masterpiece without a master plan, without an abstract. The demands of constant change have left him physically, emotionally, spiritually overdrawn. No man can afford the luxury of choice without the discipline of commitment. In the absence of lifelong commitments and absolute anchor points, life's unlimited choices become increasingly tiresome. Nobody ever told this poor soul that you could take a multiple-choice test and choose all the wrong answers. In stark contrast to an ever-changing world, Christianity stands on and for certain fixed absolutes. Shocked and shaken by cultural quakes and tremors, 
The church faces a formidable challenge communicating the concept of absolutism. Now, what if in a in a world of of shaking and shaken values, you are trying to communicate the concept of absolutes? You got a challenge, don't you? Pining after the good old days and the good old ways will not stem the flood of change or take us back to a simpler time. Forget it. It's not going to happen. I mean, you can whine, you can want to go back, you can think of simpler days and times, you can remember all of the good things of the past, but, friends, it doesn't change where we are today. Pete Silas, the chairman of Phillips Petroleum, said, We can't wait for the storm to blow over. We've got to learn to work in the rain. We preach an unchanging God who set in order unchanging principles that endure through... The though the earth be shaken, and the idea that his word is settled in heaven? <laughs> I mean, thank God for it. But listen, did you know that that is quite foreign to a disposable society? They don't know anything about absolutes and God's word being settled in heaven forever. Our culture has no Gibraltar, only shifting sands. How shall we bridge the widening gap? How can we reach the next generation now that our Western base of Christian ethics has been abandoned? What can we say to a generation whose only certainty is uncertainty? Well, I want to give you three things. Three things. Lay hold on them. Just take them with you. Here you go. Number one, we must confront modern man where he is. We've got to do it. And a 90-minute church service isn't going to make a modern man's list of choices. No, beautiful buildings won't draw him. We have to touch him. Touch him. That's absolutely correct. The Good Samaritan didn't stand on the far side of the road shouting instructions through a bullhorn. No. He went to the beaten man. He carried him to the end. And the church, so given to introspection, needs to be turned inside out. You see, the church that gathers on Sunday must be the church on Monday. The church might be like a raging bonfire on Sunday morning, but I want to ask you, are we setting the world on fire on Monday? Listen, my friend. Postmoderns aren't so interested in all our beautiful buildings. They're not interested in religious lingo. They're not interested in all our structures and infrastructures. They're certainly not interested in all our so-called ecclesiastical problems. What they want to know is, do you really care for me? Can you touch me where I am? You see, there's got to be touching of felt needs. And so we just have to confront him where he is, front and center, very first thing. Secondly, we have to convince him there is a rock. There is an absolute. Now, he's not going to sign up for Bible lessons. He's looking at your life. I mean, should we reach a, a drifting generation, we have to embody something solid. 
Historically, the church has stood strong, but not always with any measurable impact. Standing for God has often been interpreted as standing against sinners. Our preaching has often produced more condemnation than conviction. No, we've got to convince them of God's righteous standard by moving beyond accusatory rhetoric. We've got to be people who hold rock-solid convictions in tender, loving hearts. So, a part of what we do is to convince Mr. John Q. Average, the individual who's there right now, that we love him and that there is a rock. There is something solid to tie on to. He's looking at our life. He's looking at us. So, first of all, we have to confront him where he is, and then we have to convince him there's a rock. Let me give you, let me give you something else. We need to instruct him in the Word. Now, you can't assume there exists a religious foundation that has been passed down from one generation to another. Those days are gone. Fewer and fewer people today have any echo of religion in their past. If you drop religious-sounding words, if you talk about concepts from the Bible, hey, it's, it's like... It's like dropping a rock in a bottomless pit. There isn't any echo. It just keeps on going. Now, we must become basic equippers lest we be guilty of dumping the wounded on the doorstep of the inn. We have to equip people. We've got to instruct them in the Word. We've got to give them something solid. Post-Christian Western world is a demanding mission field. And the pagan culture that our missionaries told us about now lives right next door. I mean, it's not somewhere far away, whether it be on the continent of Africa or in Asia or somewhere way back there in uh, primitive cultures. No, it's right here. It's right now. It lives next door. And it should not be assumed that today's convert knows Chronicles or, or Corinthians. No, they don't even know how to pronounce some of those names. No, no. We have to give them something very solid. If we don't instruct, if we don't equip and set the anchors, then the seeker will just go through a Christian phase. He won't be significantly different. No. In fact, the phase won't even be different from any other phase in his life. And that's why, my friend, we've got to give him something that he can tie to. Now, let me ask you, what is that? What is that? That's the Word of God. It is good for all cultures. It is good not only for primitive man, but for modern man. It will hold up to the test of time. Thank God. Ah, yes. We must instruct Him in the Word. Someone said the trouble with the future is that it usually arrives before we're ready for it. Ready or not, The pace is quickening, and this chaotic culture is our great opportunity. Swamped by relentless waves of change, people long for something solid. In fact, 
one modern writer said that change is, is coming so swiftly that physically, mentally, emotionally, we can't even keep up with it all. And that's why there's so much mental illness today. That's why there are so many emotional breakdowns, because we're swamped. And people are looking for something that they can tie to, something that is really solid. There is no lack of spiritual hunger. The spiritual marketplace is crowded and it's confused. The always and forever message of the gospel will get a hearing when it is spoken in love and when it is felt in the touch of you and me. And when the church, and of course that's us, when we're turned inside out. So you and I are going to need to learn to work in the rain, my friend. It's not a friendly atmosphere, necessarily. It's not a culture that's always approving of our ethic. But, oh, what an opportunity to once again, in simple, childlike fashion, and yet that which is so powerful, just present the gospel of Jesus Christ. Would you just pray with me right now and let's ask God to help us to be that kind of person? Father, I thank you so much for the privilege of knowing you. I thank you that I am in touch with you, but Lord, my heart yearns to see a world be in touch with you. To see people who are hurting, their lives are blown apart. Many of them are in self-destruct mode. But God, I'm I'm asking that you're going to you're going to touch me and those of us who are in fellowship today, listening all over the world. Help us to understand that what we have truly will work in the lives of those around us. It, it wasn't just good for some poor old Bedouins in the sands of yesteryear. It's good today. But help us to be. Help us to be open. Help us to be loving. Help us to have the mind of Christ as we present the message of Christ. And we're going to praise your name forever and ever. Now God, send us out into our world and help us to work in the rain. And we'll love you and praise you. Amen and amen. Thank you, Rex. And may we be a people who will stand in the gap, even in the rain, teaching that we serve an unchanging God. Well, thank you very much for your company here on Dayspring, my friend, and please make us a regular listening habit. As we close today, be sure to write down the ways you can communicate with us. Our mailing address is Post Office Box 56300, Portland, Oregon, 97238. And you can call us toll-free, 1-800-783-DAYS. And on the web, it's www.dayspringradio.com. And our email location, rex at dayspringradio.com. Well, next week you have an invitation to join us as Rex delivers a message called Compassion and the Crucible. On behalf of all of us here at Dayspring, I'm Joe Alcorn inviting you to our next installment. We are on the Lord.